like, no, I got the spinal shot where you hear that grinding your bone to the fullest. And I'm talking about they missed you eight times, but they're still giving you that medicine and all you hear is splashing of blood. I'm not even lying to you. So, so all that happened. That, yeah, exactly. So I didn't even get to see my kid. You know, when the medicine wears off, they tell you, if you can move your feet, you can see your kid, and you're like, okay, so in your mom, and your mom heart, you're like, I'm gonna move my feet, I'm gonna move my feet, you know? Pushing it, right? Pushing no, it. I, I'm gonna fight it through, I'm gonna fight it through, because I wanna see my baby. Well, I fought it through. As soon as they bring my baby in to see me, I start feeling like a hot flash, and if anybody ever took in a pill that they're not supposed to ever take in their whole life, and they feel like they're gonna have like a, like a experience like they're gonna faint that was the faintness mm. so check this out that's not even it i died this money goes when i move just fine trust me so 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 much work for y'all elect me to be the dope man serving y'all you can spend your last five it's worth it y'all because so, so, so much work for y'all. I know this economic depression hurting y'all. But I got so, so much work for y'all. Once the clientele pop, I'm setting up shop and knocking my competition smooth out of the box. Till the order can't be removed out of the block. And y'all cut like the be removed out of the drop. Oh. What's good in the hood? This is For the Thrill Podcast, episode 34. And I am your host, MC Thrills. And I'm chilling here with Amanda, who she prefers Amanda. Make sure y'all get it right. What's up, Amanda? What's up, Thrills? I definitely appreciate the opportunity for you bringing me on your podcast. This has always been a, a bucket list thing. Definitely. I'm going to tell you that for real. I'm, I'm looking forward to trying to start my own. And you giving me the opportunity. You don't even know how that made me. Because that's more like a blessing than anything. 100%. 100%. Yeah, so when me and Amanda talked, uh, she reached out and she stated that she wanted to start a podcast on her own. And um, she, she gave me a little bit of her background story. And she wanted to use that to inspire others and motivate others. So um, I thought it was a good idea to say, hey, why don't you come on my podcast, uh, share your story, and depending on how you feel on the podcast, then you go running from there and get your own podcast. That's right. And you know what? That's why I'm here today. And I'm definitely excited. You know, we grew up in the west side of San Antonio. I'm not going to lie to you. It was rough. It was tough. I had two brothers. I had to be the strongest of them all. You know, like I said, I we come from the hood, straight hood. I'm talking about West Side Laredo, if everybody knows, you already know. I ain't gotta speak about it. But honestly, like life was it was difficult. It was difficult trying to be yourself. So so tell tell, tell them a little bit about yeah, your upbringing and about that that side of town. For people that know, I'm from uh, Jersey, so I do got a lot of uh, Jersey fan base. I got people from Cali, obviously people in Texas. So um, let them know about how it is in uh, West Laredo. <laughs> well, let's say like this, the barrio, everybody knows. Uh, inner city development, y'all know Jeep Street, Tampico, Trinity. Everybody knows how hard it is. They they disrespected the women. They wanted the women either to be fast or they wanted them to be easy. And the, and the guys, they want them to be tough. Well, I only had brothers, no sisters. So I had to become one of the niggas. If you want to if you want to put it like that, I'm not going to be disrespectful in any way. But let me tell you, God bless me with a best friend. And his name is Jason Salinas. You know who you are, the Salinas family. I got to shout you out because without you, I swear to God, I wouldn't have survived this fucking life. 
But to be honest with you, I grew up to be brave and strong, and I showed that to my brothers. And, and I see that I motivate them, even though they say I speak too much or I talk too much, especially when I'm drinking or... See, that's why I started doing podcasts. I, 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 I motivate, you know, I'm inspirational. I went through a lot of things to believe in God. People, they don't, they don't see that. And growing up in the hood, it's like, you either tough or you weak. And we grow up to be tough as fuck. Are you the oldest? I am definitely the oldest. Are you telling me the one that you are going to be That's Crab. Everybody remember the fucking name. Crab and the two would know. We just open for zero and busy rides. We been we have been on this whole journey with him to the to the from the beginning. It was weird that you ended up knowing yeah. CRM. Yeah, it's crazy because um so I I lived in uh, San Antonio back in like two thousand I say it was like eleven, twelve, it's something around there. So this is how I started. Ice Lounge. You remember Ice Lounge? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I actually went, that was like one of the first clubs that I went there. It was like one of the most popular clubs back in the day when I was out here. So I would grab my camera, record, and then after I'm done recording and I got to go do music, I would switch back and forth. So Ron came up to me and said, so you do photography and you do music? I said, yeah. So he was like, um, why don't you do photography for the club? So I started doing photography for the club. And then um, once I started doing photography for the club, um, I, I talked to him about doing uh, promotions. So I started promoting on Sunday. I had, uh, I don't know if you heard of DJ Underground, but he was DJing with me at the time um, on those Sundays. So I would pay uh, DJ Underground and uh, Ron Hicks would pay me and I would do photography and promotion for the every Sunday. So when I was doing every Sunday, I was doing uh, something called the People's Grill. So I would do <laughs> shows. It was, and that's where I met you. You met T.R.N. That's where Well, that's the backstory for people that, that don't know. But <laughs> um, that's, it's a small world. It's definitely we, interesting. Definitely, we go way back. Yeah. We'll begin with blessing to meet each other again in a different way. Definitely, 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 definitely. I know you said you, want, you wanted to be big on inspiration. So what, what, what did you want to share with me? So I feel like even though at your party side, when you feel that God isn't by your side or you feel that he is not listening to you, you definitely have to have faith. Because with all honesty, I can tell you that God, he is fucking real. When I say that, and I say it strongly, he is fucking real, he helped me through a lot of times. Time where I felt like suicidal, time where I felt I was alone in my corner and I wasn't really alone. I had my family, but see the devil, it works in mysterious ways where it traps you to make you feel that type of way. And you're not alone, especially when you have children. When you have children, you can never let your kids see you that way. They, you, they can't see you break down. And God, he whispers in your ear, even if you don't believe it. I'm going to tell you that it's real. I have, I have scars to, fuck, to prove it. Well, let's talk about that. What was, like, what was the uh, moment that impacted you when you was like, God is real. Like that that once because every I, well, people that believe in God, I know have to die do have that one moment, like, oh I know. Like I know. Okay. What was your one moment? My one moment was this. I'm gonna tell you like this. And if I get emotional, that's because I was rebirthed. And I'm gonna tell you like this. You said rebirth or re reborn? I was reborn. Gotcha, gotcha. I definitely was reborn. Gotcha, gotcha. I um I was having my kid and I wasn't supposed to have her, it was about two weeks that I was going to wait, but for some reason I never experienced contractions, I always had C-sections, I never, I never knew what it was like to feel a contraction, 
So I went into the I went into the labor room and I just kept telling the lady, Miss, I have to pee. I, I really have to pee. And she's like, well, just go on yourself. And I said, no, I, I, I can't do that. Like, I want to get up. I, I need to go to the restroom. Long story short, my placenta erupted. It was an emergency section. I'm going to tell you, nobody was allowed in there. I'm going to tell you that when they, when they put the, I'm not going to say the epidural because most women will say the epidural in your back. No, I got the spinal shot where you hear that grinding your bone to the fullest. And I'm talking about they missed you eight times, but they're still giving you that medicine. And all you hear is splashing of blood. I'm not even lying to you. So, That's so all that happened. That, yeah, exactly. So I didn't even get to see my kid. You know, when the medicine wears off, they tell you, if you can move your feet, you can see your kid, and you're like, okay, so in your mom, and your mom heart, you're like, I'm gonna move my feet, I'm gonna move my feet, you know? Pushing it, right? Pushing no, I'm, I'm gonna fight it through, I'm gonna fight it through, because I wanna see my baby. Well, I fought it through. As soon as they bring my baby into scene, I start feeling like a hot flash. And if anybody ever took in a pill that they're not supposed to ever take in their whole life, and they feel like they're gonna have like a, like a experience, like they're gonna faint. That was the faintness. Mm. So check this out. That's not even it. I died. I literally died. Wow. I died on the table wow. for ten minutes. Wow. I was flat. I swear to God, I give everything in my soul and I pray to God. I told God, if I don't make it, God, just please have my brothers and my mom and my dad take care of my kids wow. because I already lived life. Yeah. Uh, you know what was more beautiful? Life after, because I saw it. It was a oh, it's different, different it was a field of flowers. Oh, everybody! Was, I saw wow. the other life. I saw it. And what did you see exactly? I saw waterfall. I saw kids running. I saw it being beautiful. I saw, and I saw myself being able to say, "I take this last breath. I'm gone." So I, I prayed in my head and I said, God, bring me back. Bring me back because I want to be with my babies. I promise I'll do this. I promise I'll give you this. I promise I'll be right. I promise I promise. And you know what? I don't know how or what the fuck. I woke up. All embarrassed. But I woke up in the ICU for two weeks. And that's how I know that God is the one God listens. That was deep. That was good. That it's no fucking lie. I swear to God, I saw the other life. And the, the other life was beautiful, but I'm not really sure. How, how long did they say you flat? Like 10 minutes. Wow. 10, Ten minutes. minutes. Wow. 10 Isn't minutes. Isn't that after like two or three minutes, something like that? It's supposed to be like, you're done. Yeah, like, wow. You're gone. You're gone. That's it. 10 minutes. 10 minutes. So after that situation, did, like, how did your life change up? I began to see God more. I began to see a lot of things. I faced, a, I faced another obstacle in life that broke me. If I thought that that killed me, and it did, something else happened. Are we talking more uh, mentally now or physically? Both, if you want to say. I mean, you, you live life to protect the children, you know, and there's some situations in life that you cannot protect the kid. You know, you cannot protect the kid from that violence. Wow. You definitely cannot. Wow. Definitely you cannot, no matter how hard you try, you definitely cannot because you might not never know. You know, your kid might be afraid, your kid might be afraid that you might get upset for 
Mom, I gotta tell you this, but I don't want you to get mad as it's my fault. Mom, I need to, I need to be, I need to be good and it wasn't my fault. God, God, see people think that you get punished because of God, but it's not God, it's the devil. The devil punishes you and God makes you understand that if you forgive or if you keep going and you have faith that you will get over everything. That's what happened after. I got faced with the hardest thing in my life, I swear to God, and until this day, I blame myself and my dad and my brothers, they could sit there when I'm there by myself and I think and I, I sit like an old lady, that's why I love old days, I'll be like, was it me? Was it my fault? Was it me working too hard? Was it me being a single mom? Trying to like just stack up because I had kids and I didn't want to depend on dad or my brother. I, I, I didn't have good babies. That's, that's something that I want to show all single moms that it's not our fault for the for the dads that we have. It's not our fault. It's, it's we don't, we choose them, but we don't know that that's how they're going to be when the relationship continues. We don't know that they're going to be messed up. We don't know that the devil's going to trigger you. You don't, you don't know none of that. I almost lost my baby, but today I stand and I say that God is real because we went to jail. She's more beautiful. She's talented, and God got me through it. God bless you. <laughs> and I'm, I, 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 that's, that's deep. Like that's touchy too. I had certain um, people in my life uh, that that do stuff like that when they were young, and that's I know that's a touchy, very touchy subject, and that's that's. That's crazy. Like that's that's disgusting, and that is like one of the most worst things I feel like someone could do. Like that is that is ridiculous. I'm sorry that y'all had to experience that. God got us through it. Yeah, 100. God got us through it. God literally told us that life would be better. As a matter of fact, what it is is we get put through these tribulations to show us that you never needed that. So with everything bad gone from us. We have became beautiful souls. We have done so many things. We, she, she is a beautiful artist. She follows her mom and gets hair. Oh, she's the one you saw the bar. Yes. Oh, okay. the one that that allows she. She's 15 years old. Okay. That is my. I have three. But that one right there, that is my she's the oldest. She's the oldest. That is me. That is a figure like, of me. It's like that I'm, is what I had to do when I was 15. While my parents were. I had to take care of my brother. While her mama worked, she got to help mama take care of her brother. See, so it's... So you got two girls and one boy? I have two girls and one boy, and they're all Jays. Jordan, Jason, Jody. And they know that mama loves them. They definitely know Shout that out to the babies. They know that I died for them, and Theo Margie, and Grandpa. Like, we, we're a little unit that we got going on ahead. And right, and right now, the only reason I can say that we stand and talk, it's because God, yeah, I, I, that's, I could go on and on about a lot of things, about God, about how God is right, and how this and that, but honestly, only you can experience it. But I can tell you that he is real. I can tell you that he does listen when you think he doesn't. I could, I could really tell you he does. Because you know what? I was dead and I was talking to him. Yeah, yeah, hey, I was dead and I was talking to him. It's a long time. Like, I, I know people out there probably stumbled by that. I, that story right there, you're probably looking like, wow. That is, I, I, I promise that's a everything. Burying my testimony is all I want to do in this life. I'm not perfect by all means. I promise you every day I say, 
And every day I talk to God and I ask him to forgive. We all we all sinners. We all sinners. But this is what I want to do. I want to be inspirational. I want to let women know that you don't have to suffer. You can really do life on your own without anybody. You, your kids, a good little support system. Because I do have an amazing support system. If not you yourself, because guess what? Who's the only one bigger than us? God, you know, like, and, and you said that, um, you said your daughter got, uh, like, she draws stuff. So what are your type of talents? What talents did you, do you have? I, I am a jack of all trades, I'm going to be honest. I cook, I OCD, so I can clean your house. Spotless. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I'm spotless. But those are, those are just, like, bullshit shit. I love to do hair, hair and makeup. I was born for it. Nice. 16 years old, as my daughter is, I never worked a day in my life other than doing hair. I never worked McDonald's, I never worked Pizza Hut, nothing. Just straight hustling in there. If it wasn't in the shop, so, you know, I should put it on. Yes, 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 yes sir. sir. I have to. I have to show my kids that in this life, if we don't go for it, it's going to get for us. 100%. So uh, you, you mentioned you, you did some singing too. <laughs> You know what? <laughs> Back in the day, I promise you, I was the best. Yeah. I was the best. I sang, I was in swing choir, I could do the whoop de doop did that. All that, I promise you, I was all that. Well, you sing? You? I can't really sing, but I'm gonna tell you one thing right now, is that we only got one life to live, so you know you gotta live your life. But honestly, I'm not gonna lie. As you grow older and you dream and you do a lot of different things, your voice changes. Oh yeah, that's good. Your voice wasn't not the same. I got more of a raspy voice than I used to have, but singing is something that I would always want to do. Or at least just my dream is one day, one day, just have one little lyric on one of my brother's tracks. All, you, all I got to say is, brother, I love you, or songs, whatever the fuck you I got to make one it happen. Hey, you want to Hey, yeah, that right there. That's my, that's like my son right there. Wow. I mean, don't get me, that's my baby. I really love my brother. Me and him, we're 10 years apart. 10 years apart. And I, I basically raised him, like. So when it comes like to uh, music, like, do you uh, like manage him or like, when it comes to music or? That's all him. That's all him, everything. I just learned his song so that when I oh, go to gotcha. shows, you support. <laughs> you support. I'm one of his biggest supporters. I just learned his songs. So when I'm out in the crowd, I'm the one that's like, get it, Grant, get it, Grant. Right. I'm just, I'm just a supporter because I'm so excited. Like to see us come from what we came from mm -hmm. and to see him shine, mm -hmm. like, he literally opened for Zero. Zero is one of my favorite rappers. I'm not going to lie to you. Look, I have a Zero tattoo. Like, I'm really not going to lie to you. I fucking love Zero. I got to be in VIP because of my brother. That's I literally, I'm talking about where I met, where he, right there. I saw Zero. I felt like, huh? <laughs> Starstruck, I swear to God. Like, my, I was like, Dad, you got to get me. I don't know, I'm, I'm fucked up, I don't know, I just saw zero there, like. Now that's cool though, especially like as uh, being an artist, when you have that family, that support system, like that means a lot to artists. I know it means a lot to people, I know we got and moving from him, I know he, he, I know he gets a little bit, I know he gets a little bit shy or a little bit like, oh, sister, 
Because I'm, I'm loud. I know all the songs. Uh, I'm like the loudest. You don't hear me? You hear me? <laughs> yeah, singing all the songs. Yeah, yeah, that's me. You, you don't, you don't hear me. You hear me? But I'm, I'm like, I'm gonna start to move myself this way so that the crowd can hear the song on this side, so they can get it while you're over here singing it on that side. So that you know. But honestly, like, I'm just excited. But, uh, well, I ain't coming back to life, and I appreciate life a lot, 100%. Well, big shout out to Cran. With that, we're going to take a quick break. I trust me. So, 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 so much for My name is Manda, and I just want to say thank you for tuning in to Porter Thrills. So, so much work for y'all. What's good in the hood? This is Porter Thrills Podcast. Thank y'all for tuning in. Again, I'm sitting here with Manda. She, uh, she broke down some um, beat stories. Um, now I'm gonna switch it up a little bit. I want to get into um, Mexican culture. <laughs> I want to I want to get into that because San Antonio, I know, is really uh, big on Mexican culture. So can you talk, tell me um, about your book? Well, see, well they say there's a difference between Mexicans and Mexicanos. And us, we're Chicanos. Straight Chicanos. We're Tex-Mex. We don't speak that proper Spanish. We speak it good. We're not. We're not from Mexico. We're straight from. San Antonio, you know, in our culture, they say that if you have butterflies, you're being toxic, and that means you're toxic. <laughs> and also, in, in your culture, uh, they believe that butterflies are toxic. Yes. Which is Why is that? Why do they say that? Honestly, I don't have no idea. Because honestly, this is my first time, maybe because I'm from Jersey and we don't say that out there. Or maybe somebody that I, that I ain't hear it from, but hearing it from you, is, it shows you a different perspective. So uh, so that is based off of what you know and the culture out here. You have a reason? Like, you have a reason? They say that they're crazy. Oh, they say they're... they're, uh, they're so everyone they're my mom has a butterfly tattoo. Mom, you're toxic. <laughs> but you're not, but you're not, right? Honestly, you're not. Honestly. Shout out to my mom. Hey, I'm going to drink to that one right there, girls. Honestly, because to be honest with you, for me, I, most of my body is filled with butterflies. Everybody always asks, Manda, what's your next tattoo? Manda, what's your next tattoo? And I'm like, a butterfly. They're like, uh, again? Yeah, so, so, so talk about that. Why the butterfly? Because you know what? I was in a domestic relationship. I'm talking about a cop in my life. If you ever been choked out and had to cry for help, if you ever needed your parents to take you out of it, if you ever had a man tell you, ain't nobody gonna love you because you're a fat bitch if you got three kids, you know what? That puts you in a self esteem that you didn't even love yourself. Well, guess what? As a butterfly, you become a cocoon, right? You, you create a shell to love yourself. You create this hard shell to be as tough as you can. And guess what? Not only that, when you bloom, you bloom into a fucking butterfly. Not only that, butterflies resemble what my life was, but butterflies resemble Big Ryan. Big Ryan is my cousin. Ryan Casey, Severa. Con todo mi corazón, I miss you. She was my cousin that passed away. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Rest in peace. Wow. wow. She literally got taken away from her whole family. Literally. I'm telling you, she moved, to, she moved to Tennessee. Tennessee, they took, uh, it was, uh, I wouldn't say a Mohawk, uh, 
Pangloris, one of those Pangloris, and she was 17 years old, and she, and he beat her, he beat her, not only that, there's a rule that we have in our family, always wear your seatbelt because we represent the love of Big Riot, because Big Riot was a big girl, that's why I say, if you don't love you, ain't nobody, if you don't love you, ain't nobody gonna love you, because you know what, because she was a big girl, she could not wear her seatbelt, and she flew out, oh, the windshield, uh, cracked her neck. And all of her family and Sam's women didn't even know what was going on. So butterflies was her spirit. When we see a white one, a white butterfly, right? That's the right of that thing. So do you, so you got caterpillar too? I don't I have caterpillars in my bag. Ah, okay. That cannot be seen, but yes, they're there, they're there. Shout out to Angie, Wicked Angie, because she is my tattoo artist and she always delivers my ideas. That's what's up. I'm going to talk to Angie. I'm, I'm you definitely are going to love her vibe. She and I would love to have her on the podcast too. She would be so hyped. I'm not going to lie. She would be so hyped. But honestly, um, butterflies is meaningful. So for all those that say the Mexicanas are toxicas, on butterflies, no stas yet, but it's not real, it's not true, it's not right. Because everybody has a different meaning to yeah, the butterfly. Yeah, it's meaning Everybody has a different meaning to the butterfly that they're wearing. Just like you know, this mama, right? Yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. So, that's what I'm saying. Uh, butterflies are things. Were you born and raised here? Born and raised in San Antonio? And all your family here? Most of the ones that are still alive, yes sir. Okay, so uh, just tell me about the culture between your family. Are you talking about Sunday morning days or? Yeah, let's uh, talk about it. Are you talking about being baptized in the Mormon church, but then you, oh, go, uh, you go wrong? Talk to me. Yeah, I'm not even going to lie. I'm going to tell you I had the strongest grandma that was an Apache in me. Like, Grandma Garcia, I love you even though you hated the shit out of me. <laughs> I swear to God, she didn't like me, but it was because of my daddy, but it's all right. Because you know what? It's not the one that makes you, it's the one that raises you. And I, I was blessed with two dads. And my stepdad was the best dad. But you know what? She was amazing. She brought us into the church. She showed us how to respect. She showed us about church. She showed us about everything. We'll get baptized 10 years old, 12 years old, you know. She told us about that, but as we got older, my dear Yvonne, which was on my stepdad's side, oh my God, that is my great fresh button. Every time, oh, my aunt, yeah. Every time I go low, every time I feel on weak, every time I feel I'm wrong, every time I feel like I'm gonna get sick, all I gotta do is call her up, and she praises, and it's so weird because even through the phone, I can feel what she's telling me. And I'm like, yes, like, it, like and, and it sounds funny, but it's really true. Like, it, like, it's good to have that support system, especially from a family like it. Especially being Mexican, because they're very strong on Jesus. They're very strong on how you should be. And you know what? I ain't even lying. Mexicans look good. Like, motherfucker, I swear to God. <laughs> What's your uh, favorite dish to cook? Every, okay, well. Everything is okay. I, I learned to cook Mex uh, I learned to cook Chinese food for Big Raya, but I asked my kids, my dad yesterday, 
Hey, I need a cup of bread one day. One day, you guys, everybody tell me what's my best fucking dish. So, so I can go and I can say to them, your enchiladas, ma, your enchiladas. Hey. Oh, no. It's not a lot of fat. But honestly, I get down. I pretty much can make it any fucking thing. From comfort food to Italian to, hey. It's interesting you say that, though. Yes, I love that. It's funny you said it because um when you said about food and um because so what I wanna I wanna expand my podcast eventually and I'm gonna have actually I wanna start getting audience in here and it'll be cool to like have like food for them and stuff like that because I wanna create an experience like like you go to a TV show and sit down that's why I'm gonna start creating so I actually have podcast where I have a couple people here and it's a different experience because sometimes they'll say something and it'll it it'll, it'll be cool because they'll talk about like uh, your dad. He's in the background and he gets his uh, creative mind and he puts it in there, which is cool. So I, I like that type of stuff. I like that type of environment. So I, you said you wanted to do podcasts. Me, when I first did this, I actually started with someone else. Actually, it's my aunt. Um, shout out to Pete Maggie. I started um, hey. with five episodes with her. And uh, we was living in North Carolina at the time. She ended up uh, moving back to Jersey. So I decided to keep going. I was like, fuck it, I want to keep doing this. So what I did was I got my friends on the podcast through Zoom because this was during uh, COVID. So it was uh, 2020. So I got uh, my boys on there to use it. This, this conversation, I'm like, I don't keep doing this. Then I started getting people in person. Then I moved here to Texas and I told back to Texas in October because around the time, I told you earlier in 2012 when I, when I was here, but then I was here for like a year and then I left. So um, since I got back, I've been doing my interviews in person. But the two calls I was telling you about is uh, A1, shout out to A1, that's my boy, um, and then my aunt. So they still come on through Zoom. Sometimes I have them here on the TV. Hey, we yeah. got to get them yeah. on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, definitely um, on a future episode, definitely uh, you're welcome to come back and we'll bring them on the episode and they can ask different uh, anything questions. Anything that they like. I swear to God, I don't speak about anything in life. I just I, I love to bear my testimony whether it be joking. Mm-hmm. I'm not only spiritually, I'm I'm very funny. I like to crack jokes like fucking uh Chris fucking Tucker and it's all that. Right. <laughs> Let's get it like uh what's it called? What's his name? The Williams brothers, the all of the Williamses, uh Sean Williams, oh, yeah. Marlon Williams, yeah. all of them. Don't mess <laughs> you know what I mean, but yeah, like definitely. We like to joke a lot, as you said, the Mexican culture. We like to bullshit a lot. We like yeah, yeah. to talk shit. Y'all fuck with We love it. Look. The Mexican culture. I saw that. I was over here like, do I put them like this? Or do I show the name? Because I'm about to put my line. But no, definitely, we definitely worry about dreaming, having a good time, and making memories. And you always got it down to oldies. One night, one night, As far as oldies, who do you like to listen to? Tell James is my favorite. Betty White, you got it, you got you got it. Aaron, Trent, what is the name? Tell him like <laughs> James Brown, what you want? James Brown. The Temptation, my girl. Yeah, I can keep going for days. So I'm going to buy it. Okay, okay. okay. I like it all. I like it all. That's what's up. That's what's up. I'm, I'm, I'm very old school. I'm very old school, well-mannered. I will give you a shirt off my back if I will see you. I will feed you if you didn't have nothing. I would allow you to shower at my house if you didn't have it. I would 
you wouldn't even know it's my last and I'll still give you my last because that's what to do. It's all like a good person. Just don't let ever, people take advantage of you because well, I already love that. Yeah, that's the that's about like see even me, like uh I would know certain friends or people that would take advantage of those situations and gotta watch it for people like that. Mm-hmm. Cause when we're good hearted people, they're like, Oh, can I borrow this or do this, you'll do it ten times in and then you realize, you know what I'm about to tell me, they take the kindness for you. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, the kindness yeah. for week gets me up and don't let them you know say, you know what that that I can learn from and experience new things that people that actually love me and I love them. You know what I'm saying? That's how you got to, that's what you got to can we say that again? That you got to keep your circle tight for people that you love and people that you can learn from. Amen. 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 No, 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 no. And then even be a smartest. That's just what you learn as you grow. Because people, when we're young, we're, we're, we're dumbfounded. We're, we think everybody loves us. We think everybody's in our circle or everybody got our back. Yeah. But in reality, the only ones that really do got your back are the ones that closest to me. 100%. 100%. And I got a lot of that. I only got my pops, my brother, and my children. And my sister-in-law. I'm not going to lie. I got to shout her out. You already know that. Because I love you. You know. It's getting out there. Let's not feel like we put blowing on nothing. I'm nothing. But it's just because I've always been the only girl. So I'm the only one that likes to shine. Ah, okay, I got it. So, you know, I'm the only one that likes to shine, but I don't hate. I love everybody. Because in this life, only God can do it. Not me. See, talk about shine. I see that's a big event. You say you can do it with So, what made you do? I heard you. So, what made you get into doing hair and makeup? God. God. So, like, what was that initiative? I had an uncle and an aunt that brought me down from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. They're born from the Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Um, I came to high school down here where my father graduated from. And there was a, either you do gym or you're freaking elected. And a bonita sure as fuck ain't gonna run. So, you know, hey, I'm gonna get in that motherfucker. I'm gonna get in that cosmo. And little did I know, long and behold, I had a gift. I had a gift that I shined better than the seniors when I was a sophomore. Wow. Like I literally wore the red jacket as a sophomore, being a big a to be representing. Like yeah, where what was the school? Uh, in Lanier High School? Lanier High School. Sydney Lanier High School. La Raza, you saw it. Vote for life. Vote for never die. You already know. I bleed blue. I bleed blue. But definitely, um, I took that throughout my whole 10th, 11th. 12th grade, and I never um, so, 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 I think it's a cliche when people tell you, oh, stick to one thing, 
That's how you will prosper. Me, I never believed in sticking to one thing. I like, like you said, a jack of all trades. I like to do um, multiple things. Like in my post, that's why I said I wear hat, many hats, figuratively and literally. Like, I like that. Yeah, because at the end of the day, um, like, I do podcasts. I do music. Um, I work for a bank. So, like, I, I can do all this, and no one can't tell me that I cannot do that because I'm going to do it. I'll record people. Like, there's nothing that you cannot do. And I, I'm a living fact. And like you said, you're from the hood. I'm from the hood as well. I'm from Camden, New Jersey, one of the toughest areas. We were murder capital years back to back. So I know what it's like coming from being in the slums where I'm, I'm coming out my house and I'm seeing the cracks. And there's So, so overcoming them odds and me from being this hustler that used to uh, run the streets to now working for a bank and doing what I do, because everything I do on my own, I edit my own podcast, I record myself, obviously, while I'm doing it, and I'm proud of that. And there's nothing wrong with being prideful in the things you do, because at the end of the day, like you said earlier, what do you say about, about yourself? Only God likes you. Only God got you, right? And that's you and what you do. He gave us gifts. So my gifts, I'm going to shine with my gifts. And you should shine with your gifts. Yes, sir. Definitely. With that being said, I'll take a quick break. You can have That was no, that was a bad one. Trust me. So, so, so much what's good in the hood. I go by MC Thrills. I am the host of For the Throw Podcast. I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Uh, please hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. And if you're here for that thrilling phrase, thrilling phrase, it is For the Thrill Friday. Again, that thrilling phrase is For the Thrill Friday. So, so much work for y'all. What's good in the hood? This is For The Throw Podcast. I appreciate y'all tuning in. This is episode 34, and I'm chilling here with Manda. You already know. She said, get to know the name. She around. She's doing her thing. And I'm MC Thrills, the host of the show. All right, Manda. Um, definitely, um, it's, it's, it's been good having you on the show. Um, so as far as your podcast and what you're looking to do, because that's um, what you told me that you want to create your own, your own podcast. Based off this podcast, how do you feel? Like, is this something you're going to be... Tell you something, girl. You done hot a bitch up, and I'm gonna say that shit with all motherfucking love. You done hyped me to want to be the best of me, to be something like you, not just like you, but something like you. I respect because God's gonna bless us, and I definitely thank you for the opportunity. Yeah, no problem at all. Like um, when I like when I first started, um, like I said, when I started with my aunt, we did the podcast. It was basically. We was like, all right, should we do it or should not? We said, fuck it, and then we did it. So it was honestly, it just just start, just start. Because honestly, for me, the podcasts are um, a couple of things. They're therapeutic. When you talk to people, it is therapeutic. Also, um, you get to create memories. And I meet people all the time that I really that were strangers. Like you were a stranger to me before this podcast, but now. We're gonna be fair. We're gonna stop to be fair. 100%. So, like, and you learn. You, you learn off of other people. You learn off of what they got to say. You learn off their story. Like, what you told about this podcast was very, very deep. And I know other people out there looking at it like, wow, she's been through a lot and she's still standing. Guess what? You know what? What don't kill you makes you stronger. And I'm gonna tell you something. And the only one that can help you is God in this life. And everything that I got through, was because of the dear Lord above. 
and I thank you, Thrills, for the opportunity to be in this motherfucking podcast because I'm about to shine the way I was meant to be. No doubt. That's why I came back to life. So, so what you gonna what your podcast to be about? What you gonna be talking about? Here? I'm gonna talk about everything. I'm gonna talk about relationships. I'm gonna talk about gorditas, I'm not afraid of showing their body. I'm gonna talk about hair. I'm gonna talk about how fucked up you do it. That you need somebody to come fix it. Guess what? I got three, four people you can call that can fix that shit. I'm gonna talk about Mexicans. You want food? You want everything? I'm just gonna talk about life in general, and I don't judge. Cause in this life, only God can judge. 100%. I like how you carry yourself, and um, I like that you can actually step forward and uh, show confidence in what you do, and that will inspire people out there. Um, one thing I do ask every guest on the show, um, and I'm gonna ask you, what is uh, your thrill? And it could be in life, it could be at the moment, it could be for the future, past, or present, or it could be multiple thrills. What is your thrill? My thrills right now is being high on life. Honestly, hey. and the thrills to give me the opportunity to be in his motherfucking podcast. I'm gonna say it like that. You already know, I appreciate you. Again, y'all, this is for the Throw Podcast, episode 34. I'm C Thrills. She goes by Man. Stay tuned. We got more to come. You already know. And uh, we'll definitely look forward to seeing your podcast and even having you on a future episode. Oh, definitely. And if not, I'm gonna buy it in. And we're going to all make the whole fucking thing about it. Let's get it. Peace. And shout out to Pops in the background. You already know. <laughs> Money goes spent. I move just fine. Trust me. So, 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 so much work for y'all. Elect me to be the dope man serving y'all. You can spend your last five. It's worth it, y'all. Because, so. So, so, so much work for y'all. I know this economic depression hurting y'all, but I got so, so much work for y'all. Once the clientele popping, I'm setting up shop and knocking my competition smooth out of the box. So the work can't be removed out of the block, and y'all cut like to be removed out of the drop. Oh. Thank you for tuning in to the 34th episode of the Thrills Podcast. Appreciate y'all tuning in. That was my daughter. Still my daughter. Appreciate y'all. We will be back. We're invited. <laughs> we will always be invited. 100%. Thank you, Thrills. No problem, man.